Hello everybody and welcome to the channel. I'm Yang and today we are going to take a look at Nobody. And for this review, I really wanted to focus on the comparisons between this movie and John Wick because it's hard not to see the similarities. Like they're so similar that I I don't want to say it, but I just I don't want to say that Nobody just completely ripped off John Wick. But I mean, we'll get into how they're similar, and then we'll see very quickly how I want to see it. I want to say it's more like a homage to John Wick to you know to look on the bright side of this thing. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get into all of that, and uh, as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen this movie and you want to see it, then just go watch it first and then come back. All right, guys, let's get it going. Before we get into the actual review, I want to tell a little small anecdote uh, back when I was in film school. When I was in AFI, in first year at AFI, you have uh, these like weekly Q&As with industry people. And because of AFI's uh, clout, uh, they were able to get quite a few well-known, well-established actors, directors, producers, whatever. And one day they got Aaron Eckhart to come talk to us. And when he showed up, he was like completely stoned out of his mind. Like if he wasn't stoned, then he was on something like that guy was just all over the place. But it was definitely the most interesting Q&A that uh, we had all year. And I mean, he said a lot of stuff and most of it was nonsense. But <laughs> but one of the things that he did say that always stuck with me was, you know, he was talking about like how actors pick roles. And when he and he said that, you know, actors pick roles because of the money, because of availability and all that. But most of the time, actors pick roles that make them look cool. So he was saying it to directors, mostly like, how do you pr approach actors as a small director? And he's like, if you can tell the actor or show the actor that you can make him look effing cool in your movie then the actor will be most of the way convinced that he will he or she will want to be in your movie and that's always stuck with me because i was like oh okay well that actually makes a lot of sense but it's also really funny how actors think about if is this role gonna make me look good i mean it makes sense but also doesn't make sense you know what i mean and i think for this movie nobody i think that's exactly what happened like Bob Odenkirk is a great actor. I love him. I mean, I, th I think he's really cool in the role of Saul Goodman, um, you know, uh, and Jimmy McGill. But I, I apparently he, you know, I guess he looked at John Wick and Keanu Reeves and be like, man, that's, that's cool. Like, that's what I want to be like. That's my definition of cool. And that's, I, I, mean, I don't want to say that's how nobody got made, but like, seriously, come on, like, Looking at this movie, I think that's what it was. Like, Bob Odenkirk just wanting to look cool. So let's just get the similarities out of the way first because that's not really what this review is about. It's a, it's a comparison between this and John Wick, but it's uh, not really a comparison, like a side-by-side -side of the plot because I think, you know, it's not. There's no, really, there's no real point of doing that and it's not going to help you guys write your next great action movie either, right? So the similarities, you know, between these two movies, just to quickly go over them, is like, uh, John Wick and Hutch Mansell are both retired assassins. Um, they both start a family after they retired. They both uh, beat up like a Russian mob's relative. <laughs> and they both ended up burning the mob boss's uh, cash stash 
and then they both adopt like an animal at the end of the movie. You know, John Wick famously or infamously adopts the dog, and then Hutch Mansell, uh, played by Bob Odenkirk, adopts like this cat. You know, because his daughter likes cats. And these similarities alone is enough to make you feel like, man, they really really ripped off John Wick and I don't want to say they ripped off John Wick I just I think I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say like they were inspired by John Wick that nobody is in homage to uh, John Wick maybe it's a satire on John Wick and how like poking fun at how ridiculous John Wick's story is but regardless I mean I don't really think like the similarities are big issue like I don't think you know you should this movie should be like <laughs> crucified because of its similarities but for this review I just want to get that out of the way and I just want to talk about uh, comparing other elements of John Wick to this movie and then as writers like what can we learn from these two movies and when we write our own action script I think most people will agree that John Wick is the superior movie um, and I think many people will actually chalk it up to the action. Like John Wick has amazing action, amazing camera work, music, you know, great, awesome. Like it's, it's top notch, right? But I actually don't think that's what makes John Wick great. And that's not what makes John Wick better than nobody. I mean, we've all seen like terrible movies where like that great action, you know, fancy camera work slathered with special effects, right? And the terrible movies because the stories are terrible. So is it because John Wick's story is so much better than nobody's story? Well, that's not it either because like we just said, the stories are practically the same. So it's not that. So is it the characters then? I, I don't know because like I feel like uh, the characters are actually better in Nobody than John Wick because Bob Odenkirk is just a better actor at doing the fundamental actor stuff. Like he's just better at uh, conveying information and emotion and Keanu Reeves is just not as good doing that as Bob Oldenkirk. So I would actually give the edge to nobody when it comes to character and character development and then audience empathy with the main character because Bob Oldenkirk is just so much better at captivating the audience's emotions uh, over Keanu Reeves. So what is it about John Wick that separates it from nobody and all the other like celebrity straight up action movies that you know are pretty popular these days and for me I think it has to be the world that John Wick builds and that is the main takeaway for writers or aspiring writers watching this video is that if you're thinking of writing a straight up action script or movie like John Wick then you have to really think like how do I make my movie different than everyone else and you might think to add some plot twists you might think to add some characterization some new backstory but ultimately that takes away from the experience because people aren't here to watch those things they're not here to watch like this fancy plot they're not here to watch like this super elaborate deep 3d character they're here for the action right and what can elevate that action above everything else and that's the world so the general takeaway is that if your movie is more generic and in terms of plot and character then you really need to build a better world or a more interesting world to differentiate yourself from John Wick or any other action straight up action movie so how do you do it how do you build interesting worlds I think world building is something that scares a lot of people but it's something that a lot of people want to do so in my workshop we focus on world building as opposed to world 
called creation and the difference is that building you're building one element on top of each other whereas creating you're creating like haphazard ideas that you're coming up with all sorts of different ideas that might not work together as a whole and we're going to do a whole separate video on world building some tips and tricks some best practices so watch out for that uh, later on but if you want to get started right now and start building your world i would suggest start with just one small element of your story and expand out from that one element right so for example you can think of the protagonist's weapon his armor his car, his house, you know, the building that he's going to go into, the office that he works in. Can any of these elements be elaborated on or different or, you know, turned into sci-fi or fantasy element? Like any of these small elements, like start there and try to expand out from there. And, and you'll find that it'll actually, by changing one small, small element, it'll actually ripple out to everything else. Right? And, that, and that will make it natural for you to build one thing on top of each other, right? Because one change, no matter how small, will force other things around it to change. And then that's the best way to make sure that your world remains logical while you're building out. So what you don't want to do is start with like big picture stuff, right? Like, oh man, I want my world to have this like a thousand year history. I want my world to have been originated in like Macadania and then like the Babylon. And then like, I want my world to have been created by like the devil or something. And then now it's like a call to like, that's too far and that's too big. And that, and your world might get there, but you have to go from small to big. Like don't go from big to small. Like that would be so hard because like if you go from big to small, then you're going to be like, well, I'm thinking about all this stuff like heaven and hell and angels and demons and like, you know, all this stuff. And then once you get down to your story, you have all this information and you're like, oh man, I want everything, but then not everything fits into the story that you want to do. Right. And then you will have wasted all your time, not wasted, but you have spent all this time creating this world that you won't, that you won't ever use. That's the, you know, best case scenario and the worst case scenario that it is that it'll actually lead you down the wrong path. It'll actually lead you astray from what you want to do. So just to wrap up this review, what separates John Wick from nobody is John Wick's world. Like that assassin underworld, the rules of the game, like how you're not supposed to kill people in the continental and the weapons, how they buy weapons, how they fix cars, like these small details, like how they pay for cleanup service, you know, like this, these are all things that nobody doesn't have like they all have action john wick's action is a little better they all have a predictable generic story and they have uh, you know the same characters which uh, nobody does better because they have a better actor but i don't think nobody's going to get a sequel and john wick's already on to its fourth movie probably going to make a whole bunch more you know because people will keep loving it and they can expand on this world as much as they want and uh yeah and, it's and that's ultimately what everyone wants all right guys that's my review of nobody and some tips and tricks on how to build interesting worlds if you like this podcast please give it a five star review on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and i'll see you guys in the next one